Bang bang! Welcome to the potty is brought to you by Bet With Joel, the best in sports betting advice. You sign up to Bet With Joel through betwithjoel.com slash ref, that's R-E-F slash welcome to the potty, P-O-D-D-Y, and enter promo code potty, exclusive 50, that's uh, potty, exclusive 5-0, for 50% off your first week of your subscription. There's no lock-in subscriptions, you can leave anytime you want, but if you like money... I don't know why you why you ever ever leave. So that's betwithjoel.com slash ref slash welcome to the potty. Enter promo code potty exclusive 50 for 50% off your first week. Do you want to support the Welcome to the Potty podcast? Go to welcometothepotty.com slash store and buy yourself a welcome to the potty black and gold unsourced t-shirt. Let me tell you this. If these shirts were sheets. It'd be like a 3 million thread count, bro. I'm telling you right now that these shits are soft as baby shit, dude. You know? Rachel came in the house the other night. She was like, what smells like mashed potatoes? Something smells like it's it's hot and soft. And I was like, well, that's just me. I'm looking real hot in this soft fucking unsourced Welcome to the Potty t-shirt. You understand that? Mashed potatoes on them hoes, bro. Get at me. Welcome to the potty.com slash store. Buy yourself a welcome to the potty unsourced t-shirt. And that was me trying to say welcome to the potty. And it sounded like I sped it up, but that was just me fucking it up. Alright, welcome to the potty unsourced t-shirt. Welcome to the potty.com slash store. 5% of all proceeds go to a different charity each month. And feel free to send in emails with charity recommendations. Let's start the show. Welcome to the party. Welcome, Welcome to the party, bung bung! It's your man Claytron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, cause I'm always dropping gems, aka the milkman, cause I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasts and the Magnum PR of podcasts and the captain, the Patrick Mahomes of podcasting. Patrick Mahomes, congratulations to the Kansas City Chief. Oh, you know what? Fuck that. Let's get. Congratulations to Patrick Mahomes and the goddamn um, Kansas Kansas City Chiefs for winning the uh, Super Bowl. Um, and that's why I'm the Patrick Mahomes of podcasting, bro. Because I'm in here with championship, Super Bowl, MVP level podcasting week after week, man. Hump day after hump day. This man, Patrick Mahomes, is a bad, bad man, bro. He came out there fucking slinging, dude. 21 points in the fourth quarter, dude. And if you know, if you don't know football, that's, that's basically, that's basically 40 points of basketball in the fourth quarter. Think about that. Um, so the Chiefs win. Uh, uh, Donald Trump was fucking around during the, uh, the damn, the damn national anthem. Everyone's mad at Jay-Z and Beyonce for sitting. They didn't stand up during the anthem. Donald Trump's waving his hands around like he's fucking the, uh, the maestro fucking orchestrating the shit. This motherfucker's so off tap, dude. 
This dude's out of his mind. Have you seen him doing speeches? He will straight up. He'll do like what I did in the in the ads at the, at the top of the show, trying to say, "Welcome to the party," and I said, "We're gonna do," you know. He'll do that at presidential speeches. He'll be like, "And you know, it's very good." Very, um, and what I was saying was how good it is that how it is very very good, um, absolutely amazing economic economic upswings. And business is a booming uh, Trump out. You know? That's what this motherfucker just has strokes mid-speech and shit, dude. And he's... That's what he looked like during this shit. He's just swinging his arms around, dude. He looked like... You know how kids just swing their arms, bro? Because they don't know what... They don't really know what their arms are for yet. You know, they haven't really discovered, like, throwing or, like, whacking off and shit. So they just... Their arms are just moving, bro, with no pur- no purpose. That's what Trump looked like, bro. So think about that. Um, so that's mostly, that's pretty much sports in a nutshell, nutshell, in a nutshell. I might just have a quick sip of this water. I wouldn't mind a water sponsor, dude. Mm. Have a quick sip of this water. Um, yeah. Do I know anything else about the Super Bowl? Larry. Um, no, not Larry. Uh, Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman um, was supposed to uh, be playing good defense and shit, and he didn't. He didn't. He struggled. Um, did I watch the game? No, but, you know, I read. Sometimes I read things. People send things in to welcome to the potty at gmail.com. Um, so this is just all base, basically um, based on print media, um, social media sometimes as well. Um. The other sport I want to talk about was the NBA. Um, and there's a few different things um, that's going on right now. The trade deadline's coming up this Thursday. Thursday over there, which is Friday over here. So this end of this week, um, the the trade deadline's coming in. We're looking at a possible trade uh, of Derek Rose. Um, they're talking about maybe him going back to... Oh, not going back, but going to the LA Lakers, which I don't like. He already played for LeBron. Um, LeBron. He already played for LeBron and got basically got got sent packing. So, and that's how he ended up down there. And I mean, up there in Minnesota. Um, but if he goes and plays for LeBron again, this motherfucker could end up with a chammy, bro. A chammy, a championship ring, a championship ring. So, um, Camilla Terrime. Uh So. So yeah, that would be pretty cool to see to see him get a ring. I wouldn't mind seeing him maybe get traded back to the Bullies, the uh, Chicago Bullies, bro. Finish off his career there. Nah, 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 nah. Don't do that. Let's get him a ring. Let's get D Rose a ring. Uh, I think he deserves it. Youngest MVP of all time, except if Luca wins it this year. Um, but man, there's so many. There's so many cats in the in the talks. You got Dame Lillard. Six over a six-game span, he scored four hundred and forty-four points, the most ever in a six-game span, including Wilt Chamberlain. And if you know basketball, you know I mean Wilt scored basically as many points as as he fucked bitches, and that's I mean that's his words. I'm paraphrasing, but it's similar to his words, you know. So, um, yeah, that's a that's a cat that's a cat that's out there really, really putting it down, you know. Easy money. Um, 
What else have we got? Uh, oh, yeah, the NBA. What I wanted to actually talk about was the Memphis Grizzlies. My second cousin, um, Andre Iguodala, okay? He, um, he reckons that he's not playing. He doesn't want to play for a contender. So, I mean, for a non-contender. So he's not even been playing really for the Grizzlies. Um, and one player from the Grizzlies, which I should, I should source this information. So just hold up if I can find it. Um, Instagram. I did see this earlier today. Um, Instagram. And I think it was on sideline sources. So let's just sideline sources. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. No. Dylan Brooks. Dylan. What the fuck? Dylan Brooks um, said, I can't wait till we find a way to trade him so we can play him and show him what Memphis is about. Show him really what Memphis is about. And then Ja Morant retweeted it with a little like emoji that's a person yelling like, yeah, tell him, you know, tell him. Um, N-word, you know, um, and that's, uh, that's politically correct for tell him nigger, you know? So, and then, I mean, uh, Ja Morant's black, Dylan Brooks is black. I'm black. I'm light skinned. Dylan Brooks is light skinned. Um, so, you know, LSN, but, um, Andre Iguodala is my fucking second cousin, bro. So you don't speak about my second cousin like that, dude, unless you want me to come to Memphis and really show you what, um, you know, Springfield's about. You understand me? And that's a threat. That's a fucking threat, son. Um, but, uh, yeah, another guy, this is another guy that could possibly go to LA and get another championship on your host. So you better just shut up because it's not going to be good for you. It's not going to be good for you seeing fucking Andre Iguodala with four championship rings, Cat. Um, uh, uh, what's your name? Dylan Brooks. I was about to call him um, Cat, Carl Anthony Towns, because he's also a loser. So he's, he's playing for the Minnesota Timberwolves who have lost 11 or 12 in a row or something like that. <laughs> oh, man. Embarrassed. Um... So yeah, so that's sports and, um, shout out to Iggy. That's my cousin. And, um, we believe in you fam. And, uh, I wouldn't want to play for those knuckleheads either. Although, although John Moran is a fucking killer. And, um, I really wish, I really fucking wish that the Bulls were able to draft him, but we, uh, we just didn't get there. Just didn't get there. Um, what else did we want to talk about today, dude? I went to the grocery store last night because sometimes you got to buy things to, to do cooking. And I cooked a meal, dude. I cooked a real good meal. I should have did clay in the kitchen last night. It was easy though, so I might have to uh, redo it and um, get you cats get you cats involved because we haven't put out a clay in the kitchen episode for quite some time. But uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. There's something, dude. If you go to the grocery store, almost any grocery store, you're almost guaranteed to just see some, just some baddies, dude. Mostly in the fruit and vegetable section because they're all trying to do healthy and, you know, eat eat mushrooms or whatever. Because Katy Perry thinks that she eats a lot of mushrooms and that her, her tits get bigger, but her waistline doesn't or some shit like that. So girls are eating, girls are eating mushrooms now, so... 
Um, yeah, that's that's a I guess that's a thought, you know. But dude, yeah, that's just something that I saw yesterday, and two I saw probably six or seven absolute just fucking smoke shows, and two of them had bad skin on their face and it didn't even phase me dude that's how good they look that's how that just and just like yeah bodies on point but also even like without the bad skin dude you can tell that very pretty girls dude and that's um yeah that's the objectifying women portion of the welcome to the body podcast but um no it's good dude it's good to see um see these girls out and about it's summer um, and some of them are still wearing yoga pants because, um, you know, if, you know, if you've got, if there's cheat codes to be used, why not use them? You know, and that's the, that's the bottom line, dude. Um, what else? Oh, YouTubers boxing, YouTubers boxing. Um, so I guess Jake Paul, which is Logan Paul's brother, I think he's a YouTuber and he fought some other guy and beat him in like the first round or second round or something. And these dudes have undercards that are real fights. But what they need to do is have just all YouTube fights. And um, yeah, they're going to sell out because YouTube's huge. You Like these guys, you know, each of these cats has like, you know, 30 million subscribers and shit. So it will sell, sell out anywhere you want to do it really. But um, I guess Antonio Brown, ex Pittsburgh Stiller, ex New England Patriot. Um, he, he has challenged Logan Paul to a boxing fight. And I guess this may be happening. And is this YouTuber slash celebrity? Remember celebrity deathmatch, dude? Is that, is that what we're going to be getting back into? But instead of it being fake, it's real. Cause I mean, that would be lit. Like I'm not. I'm not playing, you know, that shit would, that shit would be lit. But, um, is this a new wave? And if so, which, which podcaster would you like to see me fight? You know, I might get money making Mitch to pose that question on the, uh, welcome to the potty Instagram page and see what you guys think. But which podcaster do you, which podcaster would you like to see me strap up against you know put some put on the gloves and you know shake their brain up a little bit you know with my fist um i would train for that maybe i would maybe train for that so that would be interesting um not that i've got beef with anybody out there but maybe just like or maybe a charity one this is the most charitable podcast maybe i could do a charity boxing match and cacao you know like you know give someone um, a TBI, traumatic brain injury, um, for charity, man. Think about that. We could, yeah. Give us your suggestions of who, who, which podcaster could get fought or maybe even comedian podcaster or comedian that could, um, catch these hands. That would be cool. Um, I have been watching some movies finally. Uh, I know I'm supposed to be doing the, uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, but I don't have Disney Plus, so I don't know what to do at the moment. But um, um, yeah, I think I think why not jump into uh, Clay's reviews? Comedy, action, or horror? Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting, lighting, or costumes? 
This segment is Clay's Reviews. All right. I watched this uh, se- uh, series on um, Netflix called Living With Yourself, season one. Uh, it stars Paul Rudd and Paul Rudd. You know, it's like he's double acting in it. Um, he he's always fun. He's one of my favorites. I love Paul Rudd. You you know you've seen the Ant Man reviews. Um, I fucks with Paul Rudd heavy. Uh, but I felt like this show could have could have explored more into the human condition. But. And maybe maybe it gets into it more in season two, but in season one, it definitely focused just on like, not just, but a lot mainly on the relationship in that in the house, like his wife, because because he clones himself, right? He gets cloned, and then there's two of him, but it's a secret. Um, so the the second version of him is the better version of him. So he's like, oh, you do the socializing with my wife, but I'll do the fucking, you know, and that that kind of thing. Um, but it didn't have to be all about the wife. It could have explored more into the, maybe the, uh, I don't know, the, um, ethics or, um, or something like that behind cloning. You know, I keep looking for words. I keep looking for words and the word that I was looking for last episode was speculate or speculation. So, um, I just remembered that just now. Uh, but this time, uh, yeah, I guess, I guess I've just forgotten a word and, and I've also forgotten the words leading up to me forgetting the word. So it's hard to remember the word. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's okay. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go telling you to run to your TV right now. Watch it. I, I gave it a 6.5 out of 10 on Netflix. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, you know, once you watch a whole season, I'm, I'm still going to watch season two and see, maybe they'll make some, they'll tweak some things and um, maybe it won't get a season two. I haven't checked to see if they've been greenlit. Um, very, yeah, very different. Uh, don't go in there expecting Paul Rudd to just be hilarious the whole time. It is more of a, I'd say dark comedy. Yeah, dark comedy. Um, so yeah, uh, it's missable. It is missable. It's not a must see. Um, also watched a movie called the incredible Burt Wonderstone and that stars Steve Carell, Jim Carrey and Steve Buscemi. Um, and I guess it's about Steve Carell and Steve Buscemi when they were kids, um, decide they want to be a magician duo and they become this magician duo and they're very famous. But then this new guy, um, who's Jim Carrey, I think he's like Stephen Gray or something or James Gray or, or, um, you know, Grey's Anatomy or something like that. He, he comes in and he's more of like your David Blaine. So he's not even magic. He just like does things where he just like sits in a, like he, he won't piss for like three weeks or something. You know, he would just hold his piss in and he calls himself a magician. Um, Steve Carell's famous and he becomes a douchebag and his change, his change from being a complete asshole um, to being a good guy is so quick. It seems like it's within a few days and then I'm just supposed to give a fuck about how the movie ended and I didn't. I just didn't care at all and the ending wasn't that great either to begin with and i think olivia wilde's in it um let's just double check that because um i think she is an absolute smoke show uh 
Um, let's just have a perv here. The Incredible Burt Wonderstone. Um, Olivia Wilde. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and that's someone that, you know, I would, I'd leave my family for, you know, and just absolutely just leave no trace of my existence just to go run off with Olivia Wilde. And there's a few girls like that. There's a few girls like that. And I'm finding more and more of them. Celebrity ones, celebrity ones like Rihanna. <laughs> Rihanna, bro. See ya. See ya family. See ya life. See ya friends. I'm out of here. I'll fucking disappear for Rihanna, bro. Believe that. Um, but anyway, the incredible Burt Wonderstone, five out of 10. And then we watched, uh, this new movie on Netflix. Oh, incredible what Burt Wonderstone is on Netflix. Um, uncut gems, um, is this new movie on Netflix with Adam Sandler. Uh, and I guess he's just this like uh, charismatic slash insane person. He's a Jew jeweler. Um, and, and Jew is the first word in jeweler. So, uh, so think about, think about the word jewelry and maybe the, maybe the, uh, what's, what's, what's the word for when, like where a word comes from the, I keep wanting to say epitome, but that's, um, that's not what, that's not the word. We got to Google this where a word comes from. What's the, uh, etymology or etymology. Um, the etymology. So let's look up, uh, jewelry etymology, etymology. Jewelry, jewelry. I don't know how to spell that word. Um, late Middle English from Old French jewelry. Joel, to jeweler, to jewelry. Uh, and that, yeah. Um, so it's just from French, but I was thinking maybe it would be. Um, something from the Jews because Jews always jewelers or, um, you know, uh, you know, talent agents, uh, actors, comedians. Um, and that's mostly, oh yeah, that's mostly the things that Jews are. And that's, you know, that's, uh, racist, but, uh, I'm not anti-Semitic. Um, you know, if the, you know, the volume's high on the stereotypes, you, sometimes you just, you turn that shit up, bro. on that, that, you know, you turn up the volume on the stereo types, you know? So I don't know what I'm talking about, but it's funny that the word jewelry or jeweler starts with the word Jew and many jewelers are Jewish. That's just, that's what I'm trying to say. Um, uh, so that's what Adam Sandler is in this movie. He's like this insane slash charismatic jeweler. Um, most of his life's fallen apart. So it looks like he's a gambling addict. Um, he's got a mistress. He's in the, he's about to go through a divorce and all this. And it just shows how his, I don't know if it's selfishness. Um, he just, he's pattern of behavior digs a hole very, very deep. Um, I would say probably inescapably deep. Um, and Kevin Garnett, ex Minnesota Timberwolf, ex Boston Celtic is a, uh, you know, reasonably large part of this movie. Um, there's probably two black guys in this movie. Um, and maybe, maybe another three like black extras. Um, 
I I think the movie was overhyped. So I heard that Adam Sandler got an Oscar snub for this, but um, I don't know that it deserved an Oscar. Um, it showed that Adam Sandler is more versatile than he gets credit for because usually he talks, um, you know, like a like a retard, you know. So, you know, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, that's what he gets remembered for. He's in a bit of a slump with some bullshit movies, you know, Jack and Jill, Daddy's Boy, um, Don't Mess With The Zohan was, I thought, shit the first time I saw it, but the second time it was like a fucking <laughs> flamethrower, you know. So, um yeah, but it just showed that he really he really is more than, um, you know, a, a guy that thinks it's funny to act retarded, you know, or at least, at least, um, yeah, no, no, slow, slow at the very least, or, um, you know, uh, you got like CTE from hockey or, or something like that, but um, the suspense in this film my heart was beating i felt sick like because this guy's just fucking he's just a nightmare cannot fucking do anything right um so the suspense and anxiety was just through the roof and his mistress now if you want to just google julia fox you're welcome all right she's uh i mean her face is probably just i mean it's not ugly it is pretty. It's not like sexy or whatever. She's got a nice face. I'd say she's got a nice face. Her body, bro. You want to talk about her body, dude? She got them thangs, um, you know, up top and down the bottom, bro. She got a fatty, dude. She has got some junk in her trunk, son. And uh, to be honest, I want to park my fucking bike in it, you know? Um, no, she's, she was hot. She was, um, a good actor, you know, this is, I think maybe like her biggest role so far. And she, she carried it well. Um, I th- obviously Adam Sandler carried the film. Um, but yeah, I was thinking of giving it a 7.5, but then when I, I remembered how, anxious like how much it really tapped into my anxiety um i thought that was a good job by them especially and the score like it wasn't music that i'd ever want to listen to but it was perfect for this movie um i think they did a really good job and i'm giving it an eight out of ten and finally another one off netflix charlie wilson's war all right based on true events and you know you guys know that i'm a sucker for a true story um so this dude, he's like a, um, a, uh, what's it called? Congressman from Texas. Um, and this is, uh, your, your boy, uh, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is a congressman from Texas. Um, he's a womanizer. He does coke. Um, you know, he, he's married, uh, he's not married, but he, you know, he fucks a lot of broads. He only hires hot girls in his office. Um, cause you can teach him how to type, but you can't teach him to grow tits or something like that. Um, so only hot girls and Texas basically doesn't give a fuck about what he does as long as he keeps money coming in. So he's a good fundraiser and he is seeing this other girl, Julia Roberts, 
um, woman, sorry. And she is passionate about the war in Afghanistan and how the Soviets are shooting down villages with helicopters and shit. And um, he, she wants him to raise funds to get them these like javelins, basically, um, which is basically a rocket launcher uh, to shoot down helicopters. And he and he does it with the help of someone from the CIA um, played by the great Philip Seymour Hoffman, who absolutely stole the show, as you would expect he would. Um, um, very, yeah, very political, um, kind of educational. Uh, I guess I knew a fair bit about the, Af- the, you know, Afghanistan war and all that shit already. But um, yeah, there was things I didn't know, specifically that this is how everything was going on in the background. And he raised a billion dollars, um, the most ever raised to basically fund this war. He was, he was giving the Afghanis the weapons to shoot down, um, Soviet helicopters. So yeah, that's how that was. And basically I also wonder how this movie would have gone during the me, like if it came out today, um, cause it kind of glorified Tom Hanks character a bit. And he was, you know, um, you know, he was fucking, you know, um, so I just wonder how it would have gone, but it got released in 2007. So I guess he didn't have to worry about that. And Tom Hanks, Mr. Nice guy played a guy that wasn't like, you know, the best character dude. So, uh, yeah, that was cool to see that. Cause he doesn't usually play a guy like that. He's always fucking, you know, the best dude in the world. And like every black guy around him dies. Um, and needless to say, there was not a single black man in this film, um, Surprise, surprise. And, and I don't think Tom Hanks is racist. I mean, his son's Jamaican. <laughs> um, I think his son's name is Chet. Uh, and I think we need to... Um, I think we need to play this video just because I don't... I don't know if you guys have, uh, have heard Chet Hanks... Uh, doing his Jamaican accent. Um, I, I think he's like a singer slash rapper. And um, I don't know. Uh, he's He's got this video of him speaking Patois, which is like Jamaican lingo slash, um, slash accent. Um, yeah, I don't know. Let's just let's just play this video so you understand the reference of my joke and Tom Hanks not being racist because his son is uh, Jamaican. I should have queued this up before uh, before we started, but I didn't actually know I was going to say that, did I? Big up, big up the whole island, massive. It's your boy Chetana coming straight from the Golden Globes. You want to and that is uh that's tom hanks jamaican son chet hanks so go ahead and look that up um the audio quality seemed a bit low there i don't know what's going on um with that i think all the sound effects up until that point worked tonight but anyway um that's that's the show man mostly mostly talking about um you know, bad bitches in grocery stores and, and, uh, what's the other one? Clay's reviews, mostly a little bit of NBA peppered in there. I'm the Patrick Mahomes of podcasting, bro. Thanks for stopping by. I'm on my way to fucking Disneyland, dude. But, um, 
You know what it is. Welcome to the potty. Follow us on everything. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Rate and review five stars. It doesn't take very long and it means the world. Um, It helps us get more sponsors, get more views, get more listens. It's fantastic. Tell a friend to tell a friend. It's free. That's all you need to do. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, And if you do want to do something that costs money, go ahead and buy a Welcome to the Potty Unsourced t-shirt at welcometothepotty.com slash store. And um, yeah, this is what... This is what we fucking do, man. The most, the most charitable podcast. And I hope you guys, I hope you guys are getting paid today on this beautiful hump day, man. I hope it's payday for you. Um, and if it's not, it will be next week, you know, or next month. You know, some of us get paid monthly. Um, not me. I'm a fortnightly dude. Uh, anyway, what are we talking about? Um, I love you guys, man. And, uh. You better love yourselves, alright? This is Welcome to the Party, and as always, bum bum.